he got hit with so many typicallys and uniques. Well, that's unique. We don't really see that very much. Yeah, typical or unique. Aiden was unique today, or there was right. something typical today. Oh, yes, that is very typical. We see it all the time. Oh, don't worry about it. That's typical. Oh, every child is unique, so we can't say what is typical. You know, that's typical. See you later. You know. We call it the typical unique conversation. Welcome back to Typically Unique. I'm Kim Aponte, and I'm here with my husband, Carlos. Hello. And we are going to rack up, wrap up our medical journey uh, with this yep. episode, episode number 37, and um, just kind of put a bow on this whole 37 episodes that we've been talking about, Brutons and AML, and we're going to get into the donor. We've been teasing a lot of this, and, you know, we had, I think this first journal entry kind of talks about, you know, maybe some thoughts on who this person was and what Aiden was kind of reacting to, so uh, let's get right into it. Yes, so... Um this was two years post-transplant on April 9th, 2014. Aiden is now two years post-transplant, and he had his checkup yesterday. His counts are all normal, except his iron, which is too high because of all the blood transfusions he received. So now they're taking blood from him once a month until it gets normal. We were at Rainbow from 9 in the morning till 2.30 in the afternoon, and he had a bunch of tests done. And we missed Dr. Green so much. It was the first appointment without her, and Aiden even mentioned missing her. Rainbow is in the process of hiring new transplant doctors, and they have big shoes to fill. Mm -hmm. Aiden has been feeling really well and is learning to drive. He has been very interested in Germany lately and says he wants to live there someday. I think it would be something if his donor ends up being from Germany. I had this feeling until yesterday that the donor wouldn't want to meet with us, and I don't know why. I think I was in such a fog during the whole journey that it took me until now to go back and read some journal entries to realize that every time that donor had a chance to get out of it, we were told he wants to do it. The doctor wrote a special letter explaining the circumstances so the donor could do it. That had to be for some kind of special job. We are thinking military? And the donor originally said he could do it April 14th, and we needed it sooner. The doctors changed the donation to peripheral blood where you just get poked in the arm instead of drilled in the hip bone, and that sealed the deal. This person had something to do and couldn't be in pain or sore from the procedure. They put limits on activity and lifting after the hip bone one, so that is why we think military or something, um, something they had to get back to that's important. After reading these entries last night, I felt like, of course he's going to want to meet us. He wanted to do this and went through a lot of changes and hassles to do it. He knew they couldn't get Aiden in remission, and it backed things up, and he hung in there. So I signed the paper yesterday to give our contact information, and now we just wait. I'll have to ask some of my friends that met their donors how that happened because they didn't tell me anything. I will just wait and see what happens. So the kids are living high school life. 
school, homework, hanging out with friends, learning to drive, going to games, and we're waiting for a fun summer at a Ponte Island. And I just said, I'll let everybody know if I hear about the donor. <laughs> it's so interesting. Um, you know, there's a couple things. First of all, uh, Aiden with the, the Germany thing, you know. Oh. <laughs> I think you tell that a little bit better than I do, but. Uh... He, all of a sudden, out of the blue, and just got this interest in Germany. And he was reading about it and learning how to write the numbers um, in their language, just, you know, basics about their language. And it was odd that that was the topic, um, but he would come up with different um, obsessions, things that he would get really into over periods of time. So part of us were like, you know, why Germany? And then, you know, okay, it's another thing that he's interested in. But yeah, it was when you're trying to think of what country was the donor from, we were like, ooh. But he took it to another level. I mean, he had obsessions in the past, like Kim talks about, but this one was really specific. Like he wanted to learn the language. He wrote down the numbers. He was actually audibly saying German words. He even looked up Germany and tried to find places that he would want to visit or live. I mean, yeah. it was just, it was just a weird, a little bit extra about Germany that was kind of caught us off guard. And again, we, you know, just another one of maybe Aiden's obsessions, and you know, we'll maybe this too will pass. But during that time, he had an affinity for Germany. Yeah, and we're going <laughs> to come back to that in our next journal entry in a minute. But um, I mentioned in that journal how um, Dr. Green was not at that appointment. And we had said in previous episodes that she came in at the time that we needed her. She was, um, you know, another one of our angels that, you know, uh, we feel like she was the reason and she came in and had a plan and she made this happen. And well, because, because she came in and it was, everybody else was saying no, 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 mm -hmm. you know, and she came in with this different type of bone marrow transplant preparation for bone marrow that people at rainbow had not done. She had two successful transplants in Iowa, I believe, or somewhere else and came in and said, I've done this before, you know, I think we can do something here where everybody else was like, eh, Aiden's had about enough, right? You know, he, there's just too much poison we've been putting in his body. He can't take much more. And she came in and gave us hope. So, yeah. And was only there for a year and a half, and then she transferred to another hospital. So just the timing was perfect. But going to that first appointment without her was, was so sad. <laughs> and, you know, Kim mentioned the, the heroes too. And I guess I want to reiterate, cause this is kind of our last, you know, episode. I really want to reiterate some of those heroes. Dr. Green was absolutely one of those people who swooped in at the right time, yep. came in, you know, life-saving procedures that she had kind of perfected, swooped out afterwards you know we, we kind of kept in touch with her a little bit and um we still follow her on facebook because she's had great successes and you know deservedly so but you know i also want to talk about you know some of those other heroes that showed up during this you know like that uh patient care assistant that 
showed up one night when Aiden was having the mother of all nosebleeds. And the nurses and everybody really couldn't do anything to stop the nosebleed. It was our first one. You know, it was a total bloodbath. And this PCA shows up at 2 in the morning, gets everything stopped, and then we never see her again. You know, it's just amazing how... And there's some in some upcoming episodes where other, you know, heroes, angels... Uh, show up and do these sorts of things at the right time when we're sometimes at our lowest. You know, I was frantic. We were like, what are we going to do with Aiden? Because there's no hope. We have mental health issues that we're going to be talking about in the future where somebody came in and gave us some of the best advice, took us down a very tough path, but it actually got some help that we needed. And we want to celebrate those heroes. And one of the main ones is this donor. Right. This person came into our lives and saved our son's life. So I think the next journal entry, we kind of find out who this is. Yep. (laughs) This one is titled, We Found Our Hero. (laughs) This is May 6th, 2014. Aiden is two years and two months from transplant. And today is the day we got the contact information about the donor. We were at Rainbow getting his treatment, and the doctor asked if she could get me anything. And I said, yes, actually. Could you get me the number for the Be The Match nurse? Because I want to find out what is going on with that, meaning the donor. She left to go get it and came back and said, our nurse sent you the contact information in an email on April 17th, but she just resent it to you. Um, you are free to contact the donor. I was in shock. <laughs> I couldn't believe I didn't get the email. And I had it for all this time. I took Aiden out to lunch for making it through the day. And as soon as I got home, I looked for the email and clicked on the attachment. A one-page form popped open with strange words on it <laughs> and a name that was spelled a little differently and an address that didn't look familiar, and then bam, the word Germany. (laughs) Can you believe that? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I about fell off my seat and started crying and saying, oh my God, over and over again, and practically hyperventilating at the pure miracle of it all. I immediately called Carlos and was crying hysterically and said, I'm freaking out, but it's a good freaking out. (laughs) And then I told him what had just happened. He raced home, and while I was waiting for him, I told Aiden. Aiden was amazed too, and he is just more quiet to take things in and ponder them in his mind. He is asking me little questions here and there. So Carlos got home and we looked at the donor's Facebook page and he is 25 and from Germany and a nice looking young man. We had his email address and Facebook. Hmm, yeah, we went with the immediate format of Facebook. (laughs) Carlos sent him a brief but informative and thankful message to introduce us and then sent a friend request. The donor um, accepted our request and read our message, but it took him a while to respond. What he wrote back made us start crying all over again. This young man lost his father to the same illness 14 years ago. Our hearts broke for him over what this probably meant for him as well. 
He was very sweet and said he would like to get to know us too and has been waiting for this day. We are just so happy and so thankful today. We plan to get to know our hero and hopefully Skype with him real soon. We wanted to share this happy, momentous day with all of you because you all have been here for us to hold us up through the good and the bad. So thank you all, and we will keep you updated as we learn more. <laughs> that, like, you reading that, and like, I know. got me. All over again. Like, I remember just saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, because we were looking for this journal post, and I think you found it first. Mm -hmm. And I said, did it start with, oh, my God? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, that's right. You know? And, you know, the, the crazy part about that was, I think, when we found out that we could know the be to match donor after a year, if they were within the States yes, and two years, if they were not within the States mm -hmm. that I think those were dates that we marked on our calendar. Right. You know, especially the first year we really, really wanted to know, but then life kind of takes over, you know, and for us not to pin that date, you know, and start calling people on the exact two year anniversary, uh, and then to find out that they had actually reached out to us, but it took us a while to even find it was, um, you know, interesting. So it was like a rush to say, hey, let's reach out, you know, and thank you. And we have this information and, you know, we really wanted to find out everything we possibly could in the moment. Yeah, you wait for so long and then it's just a whirlwind. When I mean, we were from finding out to being in contact with him was ours. It was oh, just yeah. a matter of hours. It was oh, yeah. crazy. And yeah, I don't want, because you had mentioned, I think, in the journal entry that we were shocked. We were shocked that it was Germany. But mm. not shocked as in, you know, we knew it was somebody from overseas. But I think the shock was that Aiden had exhibited some German... Interests. Interests. <laughs> and boom. It was more like an infa a short infatuation. Short infatuation. But then boom, all of a sudden... This person's from Germany, and I think I was telling Kim earlier today, I mean, of all of Europe, you know, I mean, it wasn't France, it wasn't Spain, it wasn't, you know, the UK, it was, it was Germany, you know, and how could he have picked that and our donor to be from Germany? So I think that was, that was just absolutely crazy. Yeah, I was crazy. really thinking it would be a Hispanic country. Yeah. Because, um, you know, he's half Hispanic, and... My ancestry is all over the place. So, but there must be a, a lot of German. But I don't, I don't know how that works. So yeah, it's just crazy. And and I guess the other part of this is for Aiden to have, you know, after maybe the first year, some of those interests. How much did the bone marrow DNA, mm -hmm. right? Because now he has that DNA, right? How much of that bone marrow DNA into his shell of a body? has said, wow, you now have German interests because this blood has been flowing in somebody else for all these years who've had German interests. You know, you know, we chat a little bit about these things before we create our episodes, you know, for, so we're prepared. Um, but I just now thought of this um, or remembered this. I asked the um, nurse practitioner up at the hospital about that, like, because mm. that's just a, such a crazy coincidence, you yeah. know. And she said, "Well, your body it it's, has like memory like memory cells, 
Like it is like memory cells. Like, I, I, I don't know if that's the exact terminology. It was something like that that she said. And I could totally I see was that. Like, wow. Yeah. You know, not that he had actual like memories, but enough to like trigger something, you know, the, the thoughts about that. The, so. These cells, the, this blood, which was the engine for his entire body, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> somehow, some way implanted yeah. that culture into his body <laughs> for and a little bit anyways. for a little bit and he was exhibiting <laughs> so much of this that it was like wow this is like weird this is out of left field right yeah. um yeah, so that that was that amazing. was, that was kind of neat but the hero of this story is a gentleman by the name of nicholas ashton and as kim mentioned he's 25 years old. He was at the time. Was at the time. Right now, what? Gosh, you know, yeah. maybe in his 30s, <laughs> you know? Um, but 25 years old, I immediately wanted to reach out to him. Kim immediately wanted to reach out to him. We did. We found out a little bit later that he probably didn't speak and write English all that well, but had a girlfriend at the time, I'm not sure if they're still together or not, but we're going to find out soon because we're going to reconnect here. Um, <laughs> and she was doing a lot of um, the writing for him. So she was kind of mm -hmm. speaking on his behalf. Um, so he wasn't real, you know, he didn't communicate with us a lot, probably because of the language barrier, you know, and, you know, we wrote texts like this. <laughs> but um, Yeah, we would write a lot to him and then... His would be very short. That first one was very short. And then all of a sudden, yeah, his girl, you know, this girl pops in and we're like, who's this? And then she explained, you know, um, so we went back and forth with her mostly. Um, but he was right there, right by her side. So I have um, one message that I sent him on May 6th. Right, which was mm -hmm. the day of this, right? Uh, yep. About the same day. Yep, same day. So on May 6th... We I don't wait. We get right to it. <laughs> I sent him a Facebook message, and I will let Kim read it, what we wrote to him, and what the response was. So um, Carlos wrote, Nicholas, hello, my name is Carlos Aponte, and my son Aiden received your bone marrow donation two years ago. He is two years post-transplant and doing fine. Today, Aiden is a sophomore in high school and earning excellent grades in school. Two and a half years ago, he was given a 15% chance to live. We have come a long way since then, thanks to you. <laughs> My family and I would like to learn more about you, if that is okay with you. Sincerely and humbled, they put Carlos and family. <laughs> and then... His response was that I was very excited to read your message. I and my family are very happy to read these wonderful news. <laughs> Remember, he's speaking <laughs> a different language. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Since the day I received my bone marrow donation, I'm looking forward for news like this. So they were waiting just as much as we were waiting, which was so nice to hear. I'm living in, I don't know how to say these places, um, but we'll just leave it as t little cities in Germany. Germany, yeah. <laughs> um, he has a mother and a sister, and my dad died 14 years ago because of the same illness, so the same illness that Aiden had. 
So it was a pleasure to help Aiden. <laughs> I'm very emotional. Oh. <laughs> it's getting me now, too. <laughs> I hope I can learn more about you. Sincerely, Nicholas. So, I mean, when we read that, we knew, wow, how much it meant to him, too. You know? So special. And so we spent a little time you know, reaching out to Nicholas, we, we sent him some American gifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, we, uh, uh, I think I was racing at the time. So we sent him all of our racing gear. Mm-hmm. He was a Starbucks, Starbucks coffee collector. So we went a couple of places and got those. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, he didn't, you know, make the trip here. So we tried to get some, you know, uh, Starbucks that we could, could get um yeah they had those like collector i can't remember if they were the tumble i think they were the tumblers yeah but um and then you know we messaged back and forth you know a little bit um kim was messaging his girlfriend at the time and you know every time on facebook we would write a little something um we sent him some videos of the transplant that we showed mm-hmm. all of you um we sent those uh, every birthday, you know, wished him happy birthday to our favorite person in the world. <laughs> um, we at the time, um, you know, I, I don't want to make this, you know, sad or negative in any way, but we at the time were so grateful, Kim and I. I mean, our just love for this person that we didn't know was so great. Mm-hmm. And we wanted Aiden to share in that. You know, and to also be like, you know, hey, you know, introduce yourself to this person. Maybe you guys can Skype and, you know, learn a little about about each other. And I'll leave it as Aiden didn't want to participate. And I don't know the reason I've tried to have those conversations with him. We haven't really got to the bottom of why he felt that way. I, I don't understand why. Um, all of his interests in Germany, learning German and wanting to visit and all that, he didn't do anymore. Yeah, that faded away. So, you know, that's, <clears throat> that's where he was with that. And you, I, I watched a video the other day about um, just let them be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so that's, that's what you have to do. We can't put our hopes and wishes on... On that, but and we were excited and we were appreciated, appreciative. So, and I didn't want Nicholas, you know, again yeah, looking no. outside. You know, I understand our family dynamic, and we're going to talk a lot more about that <laughs> coming up. You know, I understood our family dynamic, but I didn't want Nicholas to think, yeah, that what he did wasn't appreciated a thousandfold. By Kim and I. And sorry that, you know, Aiden didn't want to make that connection, but we wanted to express to Nicholas how much we cared and how much we appreciated. And shame on me that I didn't keep that connection with Nicholas. I have to say, I probably haven't reached out to him in three to five years. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. The communication um yeah kind of 
faded away, but we're still there connected on social media so we can pick that back up. <laughs> so with that, with understanding that, I want to publicly apologize to him because I think he deserved more. We should have provided more. I think he wanted more information and a little bit more understanding. Um, I have made a commitment to myself and Kim and I talked about this during our prep <laughs> for this episode that we want to reach out again, make that connection, not for Aiden, for us, because this person saved our son's life and he is our hero. And everything that happened after Aiden survived was a gift. <laughs> and he's the person who wrapped that gift and put a bow on top and gave it and handed it to us under probably a lot of stress and peril and understanding that his father passed away, those feelings again. You know, I can't imagine what he went through and we should have inquired we should have had more conversations with him and to better understand. So it is my mission to make that connection. We're going to send him this episode um, and we're going to reach out in some way, hopefully on teams uh, or Skype or whatever, <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> Zoom, whatever uh, there is out there uh, and try to make that connection and thoroughly thank him and let him ask, any questions that he has, and I'm sure that we have a ton of questions because we're podcasters and we like to, to know things, but he's our hero. I appreciate him. And thank you, Nicholas Ashton. Yes. <laughs> so this episode was in honor of Nicholas, and we're going to end this with a video showing Aiden and where this all started. And it also highlights one of our heroes that came in during a crucial time and helped us out too. So enjoy that. And we will see you back here on our next episode. Bye. Bye. My name is Carlos Aponte and I believe in miracles. Every holiday for the first four and a half years of his life, he was sick. One day I just noticed he was gray looking. So I just brought him to the doctor again and they did blood tests and all his counts were very extremely low. They were suspecting leukemia. Our local doctor said, well, where do you want to go? My wife, without hesitation, said we want to go to Rainbow. They probably ran every single test that you could possibly run to try to narrow this thing down. It's called X-linked A-gamma globulinemia. It's an immune disorder, and Aiden does not produce um, B cells, and that's about you know half of his immune system. Dr. Berger said it doesn't mean that he is going to be a boy in the bubble. You know, he just explained that you know he does have to have these treatments. It will be for the rest of his life. It's called um, gamma globulin, and it's an IV treatment that he gets. And he started off every two weeks, and then you know as the counts came back up, then they could. You know, we go about every three or four weeks now. We don't know where we'd be if we didn't have that diagnosis from them at that time. In town, we were just kind of treating symptoms, you know. It wasn't until we went up there that we actually found, found out, you know, the root of the problem.
he's uh, much healthier, he hasn't had a significant infection. With the ability to replace the antibodies he doesn't make, we can give him a pretty normal life. We've had two lives with our sons, and that in itself is a miracle to see how far we've come from the first four years of his life. His name is Aiden, and he is a miracle.